Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Buy a Business Near Me, brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program, helping business brokers sell more local businesses. Now, here's your host. Welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Buy a Business Near Me. Stone Payton here with you this afternoon. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast with Premier Business Brokers, Mr. Joe Coppola. How are you, man? I'm wonderful, Stone. How are you today, sir? I am doing well. Really been looking forward to this conversation. Delighted to have you on the program. I'm thinking probably a good place to start. If you could articulate for for me and our listeners mission purpose what are what are you and your team really out there trying to do for folks man well i'll keep it very simple we we are here to help people buy and sell businesses and we work with people every day doing just that Um, we guide them down the path and show them a lot of different opportunities and kind of give them a different way to look at things from a different lens sometimes on both sides both buyers and sellers for that matter So I'm operating under the impression that you probably find yourself quite often working with first time, only time kind of kind of buyers. Is is that the case? And if so, what kind of uh, counsel do you give them? And might you give some of us who are thinking about it? Well, I'll tell you, I I would say probably 90 percent of people who do come to us at some point, this is their first rodeo. So and, uh, you know, with that being said, they have you know, a little idea about what I do, but a lot of times they have no idea about the benefits and really the the reason why they would start with working with a business broker. Um, and kind of part of that is just to help them put a plan together and then kind of help guide them through those steps. There's just so much that we don't know, right? I mean, you need someone that has experience, expertise, can lean on other people on the on the team as well to provide, you know, examples and precedent of what they've seen, what they might r- run into. There's so much we just don't know what we don't know, <laughs> right? Oh, absolutely. And, and one of those things too, when you go to a firm that's got a team of brokers, like my company Premier that, that I work for. Um, you know, I've got 15 other people that I can bounce ideas off of, and they've got 15 different points of views, as well as, uh, you know, 15 different Rolodexes. So when we list a business, when a seller comes to us to list a business, you know, that's 15 different people working for you. And kind of likewise, when people come to us buying a business, that's, you know, 15 people out there looking for those opportunities for you. So, you know, you get a team and and a lot of times, you know, it's like anything, you know, 15 heads are better than one, right? (laughs) Absolutely. So what's your backstory personally, man? How did you get into this line of work? Well, what's kind of funny, a lot of brokers become brokers from actually being buyers or sellers. And that was kind of my story. I was a buyer looking to buy a business. And that's kind of how I even found out about brokers. I I honestly thought, you know, you would just... uh, find a guy selling a business in the paper or online, you know, nowadays, and you just buy it from them. But working with the broker actually opened up my eyes to the process. And I thought it'd be a great opportunity. And I found a place that was looking for brokers. And I'd actually worked with them on buying a business. So it was kind of a perfect match. 
So I suspect you find probably buyers and sellers alike, if they're first-time buyers or sellers, there are probably some misconceptions or myths or they, they maybe they go in with, with some assumptions that just really aren't the, aren't the case. Is that accurate? And are there a couple of those kind of things that maybe you could set the record straight for us? Well, and one of the things, and it's just like, you know, again, one of those old sayings, you got to do your homework. You, you really do. But what you can also see is you might look at five businesses. They could be, uh, you know, five of the same businesses on the same busy street, but they all make different amounts of money and they all are ran differently as well. All of them have their warts and bumps and some of them have their, you know, great pros versus their cons. But you have to really look at each one individually to kind of gauge if the opportunity makes sense for you. One of the biggest things I can tell people is, you know, it doesn't necessarily, you know, not every business needs somebody to have, uh, you know, a 20 year track record of success in that industry. But if you like it, if you've been doing it, if it's something that speaks to you, sometimes maybe it's an opportunity that you've never thought about. But based on your background, say you're a guy that's done sales or even a guy that's done operations, and all of a sudden you see an opportunity to where, well, hey, I could do that based on my background, but I've never thought about selling this type of product or this type of service. Uh, I have a true story where I had a gentleman that had worked in the automotive industry for 20 years running crews and uh, running a large facility, and uh, he got laid off, and he didn't know what his next opportunity was going to be and he was sitting in his backyard kind of depressed and bummed out watching the neighbor uh, have a tree cut down and he was watching the crew leader run the crews and he said you know I could do that and he started looking for a business and he found us and found a tree cutting business so it wasn't something directly in line with what he had done but it was something that he could wrap his head around and say hey no I could run crews I know how to do that I know how to do this it sounds like incredibly rewarding work to to me. What are you enjoying the most at this point in, in your career? What's the most fun about it? Well, so a lot of what we do is a very linear process with regard to paperwork and documentation. And, you know, there's checklists that you have to go step by step down. But when it comes to, say, the deal itself, and once you have two parties that want to work together, everything's kind of open at that point and, and it's a very malleable thing at that point as well where you know if you've got two parties if the seller's in love with the buyer and the buyer's in love with the business and the seller you can get a lot of things done it's just that's the fun part is where you know you get two people on the same page and they want to work together and you know things pop up and and you know there are roadblocks and obstacles that come along it's trying to figure out how to get through those and you know showing both sides, you know, the different opportunities again, and maybe how to mitigate this, this obstacle or how to get around it and so forth. So that to me is probably the most rewarding and fun part of the business. Well, let's talk a little bit about deal structure, because since I started hosting this series, I'm learning that I guess it was one of the misconceptions I had going into this. My, my picture was, you know, I, I hand you a check, you hand me the keys to the business. And there's just so many different ways you can get really creative in how you structure the deal, can't you? Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, the two biggest differences I tell clients that my business is different than real estate is 
Number one, we always work confidential. Very rarely do we ever list a business with its name. Every once in a while, depending if it's a legacy business or a real well-known brand or something along those lines, people might say, hey, let's use the name because it might attract the right attention or more attention. But 99% of the time, we don't list the business. And for instance, we don't put a sign out front saying for sale. The second part that is pretty different is Usually when you sell a home to somebody, you never see that person again, unless it's a family or friend or something along those lines. But with this, there needs to be some transition period between the buyer and the seller. And again, depending on the buyer's background, if they've been doing the same thing for 20 years and now they're just going to buy a business to do it for themselves, they may not necessarily need quote unquote training, but they do need a little transition. Uh, I sold an automotive shop to a guy that had a background running shops. He was a regional supervisor for a big company. And when the seller looked at his resume, he said, oh, oh, okay, this guy doesn't necessarily need me to show him how to use an impact gun. And the joke ended up being, no, we just need to know where the coffee filters are kept and how to turn on the lights at the end <laughs> of the day. And, you know, that's what it can come down to. I've I've had you know, we, we usually do like a mandatory two weeks uh, training. We always ask the seller, can you do at least minimally, like say two weeks? And we've had cases where three days in, the buyer looks at the seller and goes, you know, I don't need you anymore. I, I think I got it figured out. And again, it's really based on the buyer's background. And then obviously too, just kind of depending on what the seller's goals are, a lot of times we have guys that they want to stay on and maybe do one thing. Maybe they love sales. I've had a couple of those instances where the seller wanted to focus just on doing the sales and maybe letting somebody else do the back end of the business and control the day-to-day and the operations. And we had a buyer take it over and basically say, hey, if you want to go out and you know work four days a week, four hours doing sales, that's great. I'd love to keep you on. And uh, that seller was in his mid-50s, so he, you know, he felt like, hey, I'm still young enough to get out here and pound some pavement, but I wouldn't necessarily want to work... Uh, six, seven days a week, like I've been doing. So, well, and you can get pretty creative, or at least there are a number of options available to a buyer in in terms of financing the, the purchase as well, right? Absolutely. In a majority of first time buyers will use the SBA program, which is a great program. But again, you've got people that, uh, you know, they, they can be cash buyers, they can use conventional means, they can refinance. Uh, there's all kinds of different options in that place, but a lot of people do come in um, using the SBA program. All right, so you're helping people market their business on on the seller side. How does the whole sales and marketing thing work for you and your business? How do you get the new interest, the new clients? Well, and and again, that can be a challenge as well. But for the most part. We sell, I'd say 80% of the businesses we sell are to people that we sat down and talked with. Buyers that have came to us, maybe they've looked at a business and it wasn't in the right area for them or it just wasn't the right fit. They'll see maybe an email blast that we do internally, or maybe they'll see a listing even on a site like Biz by Sell and see our name attached to it and go, hey, you know, I talked to Joe a couple weeks back about a business that's similar to this. This would be a great opportunity. And then myself and my fellow brokers, we always uh, keep a a Rolodex, if you will, of what buyers are looking for. And if I've got a guy that says, hey, I'm looking for an automotive shop in XYZ area. And if I run into a guy looking to sell, well, there you go. You go, hey, uh, 
got a guy looking to buy a business in this area. Are you, don't you interested in selling? And, uh, you know, you kind of start with low hanging fruit, if you will. And then as you kind of branch out, we use social media. Um, we use sites, like I mentioned, biz by sell, and you get a lot of people from all walks of life and all backgrounds, for those means as well. And, uh, you kind of start the process over with them. You, you introduce yourself, you meet them, you walk them through from the buyer's side what the buyer process looks like. And one of the biggest things that we always do is make them sign a, a non-disclosure slash confidentiality agreement that states that any of the confidential financial records, anything that we disclose to a buyer, they obviously don't disclose to the general public. Well, and it sounds like you've had the benefit of, of one or more mentors, probably very early on when you were making this pivot and getting in this into this arena. But uh, yeah, you've had the benefit of one or more folks to help you navigate this terrain, haven't you? Absolutely. And that's been key to the success that I've had. Um, also having a background, I've been a business consultant for almost 20 years on some level. So I've worked with small business owners. I've spoke their language. I know their pain points. And when I go in to sit down with them, you know, I, I don't obviously know everything about their business, but I try to do as much research as I can. I try to get an idea of, of you know, what their business model looks like, what some of the challenges are in it, what some of the problems that we can, you know, obviously talk about and figure out right away because there's a lot of challenges with selling specific types of businesses. If for instance, a guy needs a background in it, you know, it's like, you got to find the right person with that right background then. So you got to advertise it and obviously market it to that type of person or, or try to find that type of client. And that can be a big challenge. Well, and I believe I saw in my notes that, that you have a passion for teaching. You actually uh, teach both business and marketing courses and have been doing this for some time now, haven't you? Absolutely. Um, that's kind of one of those things where sometimes it doesn't feel like a job. You know, you're sitting around with a group <laughs> of like-minded individuals talking about business. I mean, what, you know, what more fun can you do when you're getting paid for it? Um, I, I, you know, I've taught people from, you know, every age range, every demographic graphic, every background. And when you get a group of people with ideas that want to share them openly in that format, I mean, you know, I've been able to teach students at like the 101, the general, how to write a business plan. But I've also had those students later on in the 201 or the 301 type of courses where now you've got to know their business model, you know what they're looking to do. And in that group setting, you can have more of a conversation and you can say, hey, Steve, this is a great opportunity for what you're looking to do with your restaurant or, hey, Stone, this would be a great thing to market for your opportunity. Um, and again, it becomes a much more open conversation versus your structured traditional. All right, guys, let's go over chapter one, you know, page one out of the book, et cetera, et cetera. You obviously have a lot of irons in the fire, a lot going on at any given time, the the teaching, the working with the buyers and the sellers, and you clearly have a real passion for the work. And I know you're a human, man. Sometimes you get, the tank's got to run a little bit low. The batteries need charging. What, what do you do? Where do you go? How do you get, uh, how do you recharge, man? Well, you know, again, even when you're, when you're talking to business owners and you're talking to people that are passionate and like-minded individuals, again, you get recharged on the daily sometimes. Now, again, you know, you, you get beat down from the battle of the day to day. There's no doubt. But when you sit down, even something like this and have a conversation, 
um, it recharges you. It gets you back out there, gets you back in the fight. And then, you know, you got to disconnect sometimes, too. Uh, I see that a lot with people that have been doing this for a while, too, where they go, hey, you know what? For the next couple of weeks, I'm going to unplug and, and try to get back to some of the fundamentals and then reapproach their attack. You know, you can, um, you know, you can spend hours cold calling, knocking on doors or trying to get things going and just not get any progress. And that can be frustrating. Sometimes you need to just recharge, take a week to kind of figure out what the next steps are and then go back to the, to the program. All right, before we wrap, I'd love to talk a little bit about exit strategy, maybe a, a couple of pro tips on helping someone get prepared to sell their business because there's some, you got to get your ducks in a row to do, to do this the right way. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the number one thing I can say is have one, right? Number <laughs> one thing I can recommend is have one. And you'll be, again, as you can appreciate, there, there's a huge percentage of people that come to me that they didn't have one. You know, a lot of business owners, especially if maybe an older demographic, don't necessarily start a business to exit it. Now, you know, you're meeting more people nowadays, especially maybe in the younger demographic that actually think that way and they run their business in order to sell it one day. But there's definitely a difference between a person that starts a business to run one and a person who starts one to sell one. And that's going to be key because when you exit, we tell people it can take up to a year to sell a business and the average is nine months. Now, personally, I've seen them sell within a month or two, but I've also seen them take nine months, 10 months, a year, a year and a half. So the further out somebody calls me is better. I always tell people the guy that's two to three years out or even three to five years out is in a better position to have a conversation with me to build that exit strategy and to build that long-term plan versus the individual that says, hey, I need to move in six months or I, I want to sell a business in less than a year. A lot of times we tell people up front that we can help you as much as we can, but we can't guarantee success in a short time frame. It's just something that we can't control. Now, that being said, the more together a person has an exit strategy, yeah, the sooner that business will sell. And, and the more together the business is, yes, the more likely it's going to sell faster. But we always say, again, you know, give us a little more time because you just never know how long it's going to take to find that right person. And we also always say to a client, it only takes one. So if we can find that right person, it, it may take some time, but if we find that right person, that's all we need. All right, man, where can our listeners get in touch with you? What's the best way for them to connect with you, tap into your work, whatever you feel like is appropriate, website, email, LinkedIn. I just want to make sure that, that they can if they if they so choose that they can have a conversation with you about some of these topics, man. Well, you can find me and my fellow brokers on premierbusinessbrokers.com. And uh, I can also give you guys my direct email. It is J Capola Inc. J C O two P's O L A I N C at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out to me anytime and I can answer any questions you have. Well, Joe, it's been a real pleasure having you on the show today, man. Thank you for sharing the your insight, your perspective. You're doing important work. To me, this is so critical to, to just the foundation of our of this good country of ours, this great country of ours. So uh, thank you for what you're doing, and thanks for investing the time with us this afternoon, man. No, I appreciate you too, Stone. Thank you for your time as well today, sir. 
All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, Joe Coppola with Premier Business Brokers and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next time on Buy a Business Near Me.